Hello and welcome to the Sounds from the Grave podcast. My name is Yusuf. And my name is Vanya. Put your balls on, Evan. We're going to Willie's. Hi, guys. We're back from a hiatus. Yay! From a hiatus that was not by choice, that got extended out into a longer hiatus than we wanted. But um, we're back. <laughs> we made it. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Lunar New Year. Um, yep. You're the, ti- ti- you're the tiger, right? Tiger. You're the tigger. You're the, oh, God. <laughs> you're the tigger. That sounds very offensive. It, yeah, now that I think about it, I'm like, I wonder, I'm like, damn, did they name them that on purpose? <laughs> like, as a joke? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we are back. Yeah, we had to take some time off for some personal reasons, but um, yeah, we made Our it back. Mental health, pain, yeah. death. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully, no death. But yeah. No, no, no. We're uh, we're we're back. We are re re upping on our uh, content. So. Yeah, back at back at it again with the white vans. <laughs> Damn, Daniel. Vanya bringing the throwbacks in already. Like, what is it, like a seven-year-old meme at this point? Oh, no. <laughs> Road work ahead. I sure hope, hope it does. does. That one never gets old. Doesn't matter how many years has gone by, that one will never get old. Um, But anyway, so this month we are doing what we call Hulu Horrifiers. So it's movies that you can find on Hulu that you can watch. Now, they're not exclusively, like, Hulu originals, but they're movies that, like, you know, if you're looking for something to watch, you're like, oh, that looks cool. It's on Hulu. There you go. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we decided to to start off with uh, a Nick Cage movie, because why why wouldn't we? And we decided to watch Willy's Wonderland. Yeah. Or, Or Five Nights at Freddy's the movie. Basically. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, we started watching uh Willy's Wonderland. I actually uh, you know, I killed some time when I was at work today, so it was very yeah. interesting. Um but yeah, um I have no words for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's what I can say about this movie. It's fucking bonkers. Five nights at Freddy's Watch this movie when you're high. Call it a day. All right, we're ending the episode here, guys. Good, good like, night. No, oh my god. <laughs> so, well, bye. That was it. Shortest episode ever. Okay, cool. Put that in the newsletter. <laughs> my god. I get it. We're doing. We're doing the new. The new system is uh ten minute episodes, mm-hmm. or ten minutes or less. <laughs> yeah. For those people on the go, they're like, I don't have time to sit down and listen to an hour and a half for a podcast. Give me ten minutes. <laughs> Hi, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Name go, dropping again. Don't Here go after the boy. Out. Don't go after the boy. So early in the episode, then give him. Then even give him a second. <laughs> damn, he's listening to this episode. He's like, well, damn, V. 
already. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, but uh, same format. What we liked about what the movie, what we don't like about the movie. Um, oh, what, what what was their format? Shit. <laughs> it's been a while. That's guys. how you know it's been a while when we don't we we only when we don't even remember the format for these. But I remember it's um, stuff we like, stuff we don't like, uh, favorite scenes, favorite characters, and then the favorite kills, favorite kills, and grave robbing facts. So. It's all in there somewhere. <laughs> and then final thoughts. Um, but yeah, Willy's Wonderland, it's very basic, simple story. So uh, Nicolas Cage's car breaks down. He's like, uh, you know, they tell him, oh, um, you know, it's going to take us a while to repair it. It's going to be cash only. Uh, we have to wait on the parks to come in for your car. Uh, if you need something to do, can you clean this ripoff Chuck E. Cheese for us for a whole night? And then Basically you'll we'll give you your car. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, if it's all clean by the morning, we'll give you your car back. And what does Nicolas Cage do? He nods, and then he goes inside. Because yeah. here's the first thing, right off the bat. Nicolas Cage does not see a single word in this movie. Except grunts. Except grunts, grunts and screaming, but that is it. It says yeah. no actual lines of dialogue, which is interesting, to say the least. It reminds me a lot of, you know, you play a game and your character never says a fucking word and everybody else around you talks. Yeah, you're the, that silent protagonist type thing. Yeah. Um, Here we go, a, I guess. It's, yeah, it's a, like I said, it's a basic premise. Um, the movie's fun to watch, but I don't feel like it's something that we would watch often. Or watch once and hope like to I would, God I would, you never Yeah, like again. I'll revisit it like a couple of months from now just to like, just if I have nothing else to watch. I'm like, hey, this is fun. Yeah. But that's about it. Yeah, just because, uh, I don't know. It's just, it just it was just weird. Yeah. But like, we'll it's like get hard, it's to our actual to, thoughts at the end. Though, yeah, it's like a little hard to describe, but we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, let's talk about things we did like about the film. Uh, obviously Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Even if he doesn't say a single word, his face is just so expressive. Yeah. And I, I um, just love his whole attitude, especially during the pinball scene. <laughs> There's a lot of them, to be fair. Well, like, the, the main, like, you know, montage where, where he's just dancing while playing pinball. Yeah. Which is, it makes no sense, but it's hilarious. Yeah. So I'm like, it, it, I'm like, that is prime Nicolas Cage right there. That is peak right there. <laughs> that and like his weird thing about like I think he always had, he always had like a timer on his watch to always drink a soda. And he goes to like eight pinball. sodas and to play pinball. Yeah, I thought that was a very interesting choice, especially since it was this movie was actually produced by Nicolas Cage, which I was like, oh, somebody played too much Five Nights at Freddy's. Um. But hey, why the fuck not watch him uh, make a movie kind of based on the kind of premise instead of a security guard or a janitor? Yay! Yeah, because the whole, yeah, again, part of the premise is that um, the whole thing is that all the animatronics in, in this arcade or whatever, like, party places, they uh, all come to life and, and kill you. 
Yep, and they have a, a very interesting birthday song that they sing to you. A lot of before times. Before they do. A <laughs> lot of times. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if Chuck E. Cheese ever, ever had a song like that. I don't, I don't remember. Know. I haven't got, I haven't stepped foot in Chuck E. Cheese in years. I would only go back for the pizza. The pizza is fucking fire. Pizza and Chuck E. Cheese is fire. Pizza and Chuck E. Cheese was disgusting. I love the pizza. Oh my god! Even as a kid, I was like, I should not be eating this. This is gonna be killing me. What kind of favorite? What is your favorite pizza then? Favorite pizza? Uh, Yeah. uh, Either Blaze Pizza or Flippers. Such a hipster answer. Gross! (laughs) Get out of here. All right, all right. If I say like fast food pizza, then Pizza Hut. Anyways, we're dismissing that. Strike that from the record. Um, <laughs> uh, taking applications for new co-host. No, okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> anyway. Um, um. So, what's something that uh, you liked? Yeah. I liked the really weird camera angles that they played around with to mm-hmm. like convey, like basically, like he's ba- he's basically like stepping into a very uncomfortable situation where he didn't find himself in. But he's like, hey, fuck it, you know what is what it is. And not only did it happen in the beginning, but it happened almost throughout the movie where it just showed like every action scene. It wasn't like stereotypical, like wide shot. Everything was like just like at an angle to like portrayal almost of like a bigger person going against a bigger person. It's almost like man versus like monster, but except that yeah. it's kind of like the animatronics and that kind of thing. I enjoyed the the. Definitely the colors in this movie. Oh, yeah. The, 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 the color palette in this film was great. Yeah, like the the whole overall look of everything is, is really good. Yeah. And, of course, um, you may, may agree or you may disagree with me, but I actually really much enjoyed the, the effects that were given to the animatronics, the way that they were moving, especially like the creepy ballerina chick. She was yeah. the scariest one. The ballerina, I think it was, her name was like Siren Sarah. Her yeah. character was the the best, like out of the animatronics. I think that was my favorite one because she was like the actual creepiest one. Yeah, everything else was a little, uh, I mean, unsettling. But they were all supposed to be kind of like Chuck E. Cheese, like mm-hmm. ripoffs and Five Nights at Freddy's, what have you. But that the movement in that one was like super creepy, and yeah. I enjoyed her character a lot. And I feel like that's the most like. And not developed, but I feel like we she got a lot more screen time than even mm-hmm. the original Willy. So like, yeah. it was kind of hard not to like not like her kind of thing. Something something I I actually liked and I wasn't expecting is the reason for why the animatronics were killing people. Yeah, which I was like, okay, that was crazy. So okay, if you guys haven't they, seen it, there is this is a spoiler alert. So like. Keep that in mind. If you have seen it, then definitely recommend it. You, you know, if you haven't seen it, then come back later after you do watch it. But um, the reason that the animatronics are killing people is back in the day, the actual guy, Willie, when he opened the Wonderland thing, he was actually a serial killer. And his whole deal was that he would bring in other serial killers and they would go to, I think it was called like the Happy Fun Room, and they would just kill people in there. 
and family. uh family so yeah they wouldn't buy the Toretto's. god <laughs> they would invite the fast family um <laughs> this episode is canceled no i'm kidding wow i was like why what we come back from a hiatus and you ruin it automatically by bringing freaking family you right know right up right off the bat i gotta bring in dom toretto into this <laughs> um but then uh they i think it's yeah when the, the police come in and you know when they find out everything's going on they realize that oh shit all the serial killers made some sort of satanic ritual and then kill themselves and what they ended up doing was transferring their souls over to the animatronics so so literally all the animatronics are actually serial killers so basically child's play meets five nights at freddy pretty much yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah it was an, it, i like that it was it was different it was interesting I wasn't expecting a satanic ritual with serial killers to be part of this movie. Yeah. The only thing that... Damn, I should really leave that for the things I didn't like. But I guess... You know, I'll, I'll wait on it. But other than <laughs> that, it's like the color palette, the angles, the ballerina chick. Mm -hmm. um, just, you know, the... The conveying of the story was simplified enough. Yeah, it's easy to follow. It it's very easy to follow. It's easy to follow, and it's just a fun movie that's not meant to be taken seriously, unlike mm -hmm. Conjuring and everybody else. It's just like a silly It's just a ridiculous movie, movie yeah. If you want to get high and watch it with your homies and laugh a little bit, yeah, basically. It's a horror film. It's that kind yeah. of horror film. Um, so I like it. Yeah, that's, there's not, like I said, this movie is very simple. There's not a whole lot to break down in it. Um, but in terms of like the stuff that I didn't particularly enjoy at the, as much as I love Nicolas Cage and his facial expressions, I just wanted to hear him talk at least once and I mm -hmm. never got that. And I'm like, shit, <laughs> that kind of sucks. Yeah. Like not in a bad way as like it, it made the movie bad, but it's just like, I, I love his performances whenever he like you know screams and like goes on off the rails type thing. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it, it, that's that's kind of took some of it away from the movie. Like it didn't have that much of an unhinged performance that he usually does. Yeah. Um, that, and when it comes to the story, the major plot point as to what the the people in the town do, which which is just essentially you know break it's what they do is they they break like when they when nicholas uh nicholas cage's car breaks breaks down uh later on you realize that they actually do that on purpose because they want him to go to willie's wonderland because they they take them over there to feed them to the animatronics my question is why don't you just get a bunch of townspeople give them guns and just go to town and just destroy everything in willie's wonderland or just destroy the place like that could everything all the death in there could have been avoided so easily and i'm yeah. like the only reason they didn't do it is just so we could have a movie yeah so i'm like eh, that i don't like that plot point yeah there's a lot of things i didn't like about this movie <laughs> <laughs> like for example i love nicholas cage and like i like it when he does a lot of action but this movie was not in it. Is not was not it for him because yeah. 
I feel like you produced the movie. Why do you feel the need to be in the movie when easily you could have taken out Nicolas Cage and the story would have been told the same way? If somebody, especially when they mentioned other people coming in, you know, doing it on purpose kind of thing. I feel like his, like I get his presence was more for a comedic relief kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's what it just felt like it was pointless. And even then, like if you watch the majority of the movie, he's not in it for like a good portion until we bring all the characters in. Yeah. Anyway, so I feel like he got twenty to thirty minute, like like um, time out of the ninety. So it's kind of like all right. And then the reason why you know with the killers, I feel like. That was just randomly put in there, and if, mm. I wish that they elaborated on it, like what kind of things would they do, or like they went, or they could have easily started off with that in the movie, and I feel like the movie would have seemed a lot more interesting if we were reintroduced to the fact that they were serial killers, and then you know we we basically travel back in time, and then we are taken to present day, and we think that they're dead because they committed suicide, but you know. Mm. I, so, yeah, I feel like, like I kind of like I kind of like that it's in the middle of the movie because at first you're like oh it's just creepy animatronics but then you're, it like just takes you out it just comes out of nowhere it's like a nice little twist like halfway through the movie so that's why I liked yeah. it because um, then I feel like if they put it right at the beginning of the movie you immediately would know oh they just put their souls into the fucking animatronics yeah but how would they keep you know coming back why is it abandoned later then you question why like you you don't show that part right away i feel like it would have had a more compelling where i feel like they just would have elaborated on it i feel like i that's what i feel like i didn't mind it i like that they they just did it in like small sections as like little expo dumps like that's just how i how i liked it though but you know it is what it is um i will say um the 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 kids like the the you know the the people that are there to get killed outside of the main girl they were annoying as hell yeah i felt like the main girl she every time she talked and i'm like fucking mabel from gravity falls is that you like (laughs) like like damn like i feel like oh yeah they were really annoying a lot of those kids were i was like ah like i wish they would have had a little bit more matured up in an attitude because mm-hmm. I feel like everything they were doing was stupid. You know what I thought that they were? I thought they were kids that had experienced what happened and they were trying to get revenge on the animatronics for like killing their parents or like whatever and that kind of thing or they lived with some kind of trauma from the animatronics but no, they were just some random kids that were friends with Liv and sorry spoiler alert, when Liv's friends get killed unfazed she is unfazed she's like yeah not mourning over them no like, oh, she's like, <laughs> it's like, I was like so you're used to this well she's like whatever but then like because okay. like you understand her motivation because that's some of the something that they show like right at the beginning because the first thing she's about to do is she's about to set fire to the place but then she gets arrested yeah then the thing is like she's lived through through trauma so i feel like if the plot point was all of them collectively have gone through some trauma at that place and they want to burn it down not just because they want to help her i feel like it would have had a little bit more mm. of a compelling story because yeah. you want to know what happened to them all, all that stuff but they were just there and she was like oh my friends died great peace yeah. like 
Because, like, the only reason they were there is because the, there was a guy that liked her that was just doing whatever she wanted to do just to, to get her to, you know, get her to like him. And the other ones yeah. were just following him because they didn't know what else to do. So it's just like, eh. Nothing to do in the small town. Yeah. Apparently. So, yeah. That's why it's like, uh, this movie, like I said, it's cute. For the most part, it's a cute yeah. little horror film. It's, like a, it's, a nice little, it's a nice little break from all the serious, you know, like, dour and, like, ghost story stuff. Mm-hmm. It's very much something similar to, like, Killer Clowns or, or like, the first, you know, like, the, the funnier, you know, like, Bride of Chucky and, and Teed of Chucky that are a little bit more comedic. Like, it kind of goes through that route. Yeah, I mean, but Bride of Chucky has a little bit more to it, I feel like. No, no, Seed I, of Chucky I, I don't... Was ridiculous. But you know what I mean, though. You know what I mean. Like, it's not a straight up just horror movie. Like, it has other elements to it. Mm hmm. This was over the walls, honestly. Yeah, it was. It was a bit strange. Yeah, no, I, like, it okay. was definitely wasn't as strange as Mandy or Prisoners of the Ghostland, but it was still strange. Yeah. This one was just more of like a horror action. It reminded me of Evil Dead a little bit. Of like a horror action movie type thing with like this Don't dude. Don't Evil Dead like not that. Like, no, with like, Evil Dead like listen, that. listen, with like the basic premise of this guy in an isolated location getting attacked by random supernatural shit, and he has to just fight them off. That's essentially what Evil Dead Two was. Yeah, but but I I just mean that like just like the overall Ash like went story some structure. Trauma. Like Ash the stories. Some trauma, oh, my guy. <laughs> but I mean like the overall like structure of it. Yeah. Like just like the the literally like the bare bone stuff of it. It's just the same, but yeah, mm -hmm. detail wise, it's not even close. Mm -mm. This is like I I don't know if I looked away during this time, like if I was doing something at work. What happened to the police lady? Uh, the, <laughs> uh, she's uh she's one of the last ones to die. Willie straight up just chops her in half. Ah uh, yes. I did see. I just was wondering if he topped somebody else in half. Kidding. Well, yeah. that was. I was like, I will say this: the the violence, like the gore effects, were pretty good. Like the the kills and like the gore effects were. were yeah, pretty good. the only thing that I it was just a little over the top for me is that every time Nicolas Cage would go like ham on the animatronics, like the oil would simulate the blood, and I'm like, why? Oh, I didn't why? care. I thought that was hilarious. You, was you know like, why I thought it was funny? Because every single time he killed one, he would go to the back and just get another shirt. He would just kept changing his shirt. That's, yeah. why, that's why he always looked clean the entire movie. Because every time he would kill one, he would just go to the back, take his shirt off, and put on another one. I so did I like that was the funny. first kill, though. The first kill. Um, literally, oh, with, like, like, the, with the two brooms, like the, the broomstick that he broke in half and just, yeah, just then he like the ripped out the, 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 like the thing, like, almost cord like thing. a vertebrae, spinal yeah. cord. I was like, ah, that, that, that was, was pretty good. good. So it was like predator. He's like, got it. Yeah, got it. Yeah, I like that one. I did like the, um, the one with, was it the, was it the, was it the alligator? The one that killed the, the two kids that were having sex. Uh, yeah, that was the alligator. Yeah, that one was pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. Like overall, like overall, the, the kills Mardi were Gras fun. Alligator. Yeah, it was the Mardi Gras alligator from from Universal. Yeah, Universal. <laughs> over there, you know, Nick Cage is over there. Like feet don't fail me now. Feet don't fail me. Now. <laughs> we'll put put that song with the scene is like feet yep. don't fail me now. Feet, feet don't, don't fail, fail me now. now. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. That movie was interesting. But either way, um, those are things that we liked, we didn't like. There's just like, this movie's just so straightforward and it's only like 90 minutes long. Like, you can't. The thing is, this movie is fun. Of course, don't watch it with the mentality that's going to be like the greatest Nicolas Cage horror Nicolas Cage movie you've ever seen because it's yeah. probably not. It's it's different from the other stuff that he's done. That's why. Because like mm. I said, he's usually known for these unhinged performances where he just has these moments where he just snaps and goes all over the place. This movie didn't have that. So that's mm-hmm. what was weird. Like that's why it's so different because... Mandy has that scene in the bathroom where he just starts yelling like a maniac after his wife gets killed. Um, almost all of Prisoners of Ghostland where he just threatens to karate chop people. Literally, he's like, I will karate chop you. And then he just goes, hi, fucking ya. Yeah. <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> yeah. So, like, stuff like that just wasn't in there. I'm like, oh, I can't, I want that. Like, that's, for me, is, like, what Nicolas Cage is all about. Yeah. So. But the thing is, like... I'm going with this mentality that it's just going to be whatever. But at the same time, well, what, was that, what was I trying to get with this? <laughs> it's not a good... Okay, so this movie, it was entertaining just when it drags, especially with the Nicolas Cage scenes. It feels like this movie is long as fuck. I'm like, get me, give me something good. See, like, I didn't like, mind the Nicolas Cage stuff, but it, for me, it dragged when the other characters were on there, like the the kids. Yeah, because that for me, just like I was like, I don't care what you're saying, like just die already. Yeah, I, I every time I was like looking at the timer on Hulu, I was like, oh, I got 50 minutes left. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, fuck. I'm like, but you know, we, we I just wanted to see a little bit more action, more some stuff. Having to do with horror, but I, mm. I don't know. It's like I said, it's just very weird. Yeah, like I said, entertaining for the most part. Oh yeah, but I didn't mind it. Like, but like I said, it's something that like it feels like the type of movie that you would rent on a Friday night from Blockbuster, just because like you can't find anything else. So you're like, ah, this looks cool. Mm-hmm. Like that's what the type of movie feels like, like a low budget, you know, B movie type thing. Is that's it? That's essentially what it is. What's crazy is that. The camera, the camera quality is good. The effects were great. Mm-hmm. The everything else was the the costumes were obviously immaculate because you know they actually tell the story, like the tell the story within like the setting that they're in. But the storytelling, garbage. Anyway, <laughs> garbage. It's simple at best, but you know. Like yeah. I said, it's just something seed of Chucky quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I don't know like, what there's, to. there's a point where if you make a film with a simple story, you don't want to make it too simple. Yeah, which is kind of what happened. Killing, Thanks Killing is another one. Apple gobble like, motherfucker. Yeah, I guess it's just too simple. Where you're like, all right, it happens from A to B, and that's it. Like, there's no other type of variation. Basically, but um. Yeah, that's kind of what we liked and didn't like. Um, Character-wise, we kind of already added that to it with, like, the kids that we didn't like. Uh, some of the Nick Cage stuff, that was good. Um, what did you think of the the cop, the sheriff? The old lady? Yeah. So I thought she was just, uh, like, she, she, I thought she was just crazy. I feel like it was random. Like, so, it's 
I liked the plot twist. I just felt like the plot twists were just randomly put in there because it, it wanted us to care in some shape or form. Like, at first she was like some bitch that was like being mean to this girl who we think is a delinquent. But then we find out that she that she was left alive during that whole massacre and that she adopted her as a daughter like midway through the movie. Mm-hmm. But then she realizes what she's doing is wrong about the human sacrifices. And it's like trying well, not to really. hard she, she still doesn't care. really realize it. Yeah, like it's like she literally just holds, you know, Nicolas Cage at gunpoint with a shotgun like as soon as she yeah. shows up to to the Wonderland. Well, like that's what I mean, like with the live lived during that entire massacre and you know that she has to do with the whole the human sacrifices kind of thing and she doesn't care. She's just like I'm just giving them what they want. So like, you know, the like, the world doesn't have them. to suffer that much, you know? Like, yeah. we're giving them strangers that the world is not going to miss. Yeah, because her, cause her thing. thing was, oh, the people, they were killing the people in the town. And to save the people in our town, we were just feeding them other people that were coming across. And just, like, people they wouldn't yeah. have missed. And again, that's so, where I'm like, why don't I just make a posse and just destroy these things and then blow the building up? Yeah, and it's the same way at the... Towards the end, they came across that point, so y'all could have taken care of it, but y'all didn't. Yeah. Yeah, so it was like trying for us, too much for us to care, to try to make that character a little bit more important than she should have been. And especially with her accomplice kind of thing, but, you know. Yeah, the dude in the the cowboy hat and the obviously fake mustache. Yeah, fake mustache. ridiculous um yeah but that's really all we have on like that segment so we're gonna take a small break and we're gonna lead into our grave robbing facts thank you all right and welcome to our grave robbing facts segment of willie's wonderland where we're gonna give you some behind the scenes stuff some stuff that you might not have known and just random little facts. Yep. Yeah, so basically with the grave robbing facts to elaborate a little bit more. It's something that we do on our episodes. Or at least our every episode since we started doing them. We give you uh, random facts that go behind the scenes. Whether it be a haunt, a uh, television series, movie that we're covering. So you get to learn what is goes into these productions especially story wise uh prop wise set wise whatever you may want to call it so yeah um that we're going to be doing uh willie's wonderland (laughs) (laughs) so our first great jesus christ yusuf (laughs) so our first uh great robbing fact is that liv's line he's not trapped in there with them they're trapped in here with him is a reference to the character Rorschach and the limited comic series graphic novel Watchmen also adapted in the movie uh, Watchmen 2009. So. Yeah. So that was that. I, I, as soon as I, they mentioned that, you know, they had that line, I was like, oh, that's first thing I thought of was Rorschach. And I was like, that's, that's pretty funny. So that was a nice yeah. little callback to, to Watchmen for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, it has to be someone's favorite, so I think Nicholas yep. Cage has some explaining to do, I guess. 
but our next grabbing, grave robbing fact here, uh, as the janitor, who is Nicolas Cage, because they never say his name, they just call him the janitor. Uh, as the janitor is driving away, flames reflect from his sunglasses, reminiscent of the movie Ghost Rider, also starring Nicolas Cage. I actually very much love that movie. I think that was, like, the the very first, like, I guess comic book character that I really liked in a movie ad- adaptation, and I, and I thought he was, like, the coolest thing. Oh, because so, he was like, badass with a dude with a flaming skull for a head. I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah, I think that's, like, the movie that I enjoyed him the most, and it was, like, it's, it was, like, so reminiscent of, like, my childhood. I love that. <laughs> I didn't think of that, though. I was like, oh, interesting. Like, you know. Yeah, I was, like, saying that, too, when he sees the explosion in the background. I'm like, oh, it's kind of like Ghost Rider. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, our third great rolling fact is that Punch... The fictional energy drink a Nicolas Cage character drinks in the movie has a text, a fistful of caffeine for your kisser on the can. Well, yeah, because apparently Nicolas Cage has a caffeine addiction in this movie. Because every city, he's just constantly drinking these sodas. It's constantly. Sounds like me. <laughs> Sounds like me on a daily. I drink two energy drinks and two oh, cups God, of coffee a day. Oh, God, I can't do that. I, I, I do the coffee, but I don't do energy drinks because like, those things mess me up. I can't do energy drinks. Ah, yeah, I just can't. Energy drinks now make me crash super hard after two hours. Yeah, no, I I just can't do them. Ah, damn. Yeah, but um. Anyway, our next fact. So, uh, the pinball dance that we were discussing earlier, that whole dance was actually improvised, which makes perfect sense because it's just Nicolas Cage dancing to some sort of song while playing pinball, as one does. That's... And it's funny because, like, when I'm watching that, I'm over here thinking, like, dude, pay attention. You're going to lose the ball. Yeah. <laughs> he, he didn't care. He was vibing. He was, he was, just, having, he was just vibing, yeah. Having, yeah. having his, his soda and, then, and playing pinball and dancing. What more could <laughs> you ask for? It was a little cringy dance, though. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I, 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 it was, but it's also part of its charm. So I was like, that is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. But it also was really, really funny. <laughs> so our next great robbing fact is the look of the crocodile animatronic was inspired by soviet cartoon gina the crocodile i see that it was a 1969 cartoon i remember that back in I, I soviet think... russia they were like we you guys have woody woodpecker we have gina the crocodile he sounded like uh that like girl from no the <laughs> that that girl from uh god what was that one thing from Marvel that just came out? Oh, uh, Yelena. Yelena. He's, a, he's like, hi, his macaroni is good for you. <laughs> I always put hot sauce in my macaroni. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, it, you know, having dinner with the enemy, that's crazy. <laughs> Funny enough, part of me was like, why does she sound like Gru? Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Or... Gorls. Gorls. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But anyway, our next uh, grave robbing fact here. Uh, Nicolas Cage produced the movie as he was very protective of the script. So I think I, I so he had some involvement with the writing of the film. And um, I guess he didn't trust anybody to like get too involved with it. So he's like, I'm going to be the producer here. So I want to make sure it gets done like the way I want it to be done. 
Boy, you should have been a director, not a producer, but here we go. Well, because producer, what producer means is he just put up the money for it. Yeah. And he just put up the terms. like I, He's like, I won't pay for the movie unless it's done in a certain way. That's kind of what, just that's just really what he wanted to do, so. Yeah, well, he should have directed and produced it, but... <laughs> Yeah, but the fact he, he technically directed it. I mean, he, he produced just, you know, or he would have produced, directed, and started it. But I, I'm okay with with what they did with it, though. Anyways, uh, the movie name changed from Wally's Wonderland to Willy's Wonderland. Now the question think, is why? I don't know. I don't know because like, it's never explained. I'm like. Does it have to do with like the regular, the old vacation movie where it was Wally World, and they were just like, yeah, it's too similar to Wally World. Maybe change it to Willy. Even with Willy's Wonderland, I, it made me think of like Willy Wonka kind of thing. Yeah. I was like, that was a little too it similar me, to that yeah, too. Yeah, gives me some like Willy Wonka vibes. Yeah, I was like thinking, I was like Willy Wonka, Alice in Wonderland, <laughs> like had a baby, and this is the movie. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, our next grave robbing fact here, uh, according to the, according to the director Kevin Lewis, the movie is Pale Rider versus Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Now I've never seen Pale Rider, so I couldn't really explain what that is. But uh, just adding Killer Clowns to as an as a point of inspiration, I'm like, all right, you got the, you got the right idea. I can see that with like that kind of just dumb little B movie plot type thing. Yeah, that's, that's what Killer Clowns is. I mean, Killer Clowns, is, it, I feel like it just has its own little charm because it was really, really silly. Like, to the point that, you know, it's an enjoyable but very iconic movie versus this one. It's kind of like, like it, I said, the, the it's too simple. Like, yeah. you know, when you think of, like, clowns or, like from outer space, I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. You know, you would think clowns come from mm. outer space. I might as well make them come from a circus and, you know, have the same concept. Yeah. I think I, I think that what what he was kind of just going for is like that vibe of horror with a really a just random silliness added to it. That's kind of what they were going for, I guess. Yeah, sure. it's, some parts don't work, some parts do work, but eh. yeah. But anyway, what's our next grave robbing fact? Our last, but no, not, not our the... last, not the last one. We still got another one. I don't see the other one, dude. It's uh, after the one that says uh, the Killer Clowns, uh, the Pale Rider versus Killer Clowns. That's right. See, like, you don't put that shit together. You don't put Killer Clowns from Matter of Space twice. Might as well make it. Anyway, uh, one of the producers, uh, Grant Kramer, is the actor who played Mike Tobacco in Killer Clowns from Outer Space. No, I have no fucking idea who Mike Tobacco is. I don't remember. I haven't seen Killer Clowns in since like horror nights so that was like three years ago yeah so it's been a while man i really hope uh one of our friends don't listen to this they're like how dare you blasphemy blasphemy (laughs) you're excommunicated fine by me anyways anyway our last uh grave robbing fact uh siren sarah is the only animatronic to be voiced by her super former jessica graves davis the other animatronics are performed and voiced by different people. Nighty Night and Artie Alligator, however, have no voice actors. So they just uh, don't say anything. That's fair. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Because I, I, honestly, she was the most iconic of the animatronics. I think she was the most fun to watch. So, yeah, me too. I, I agree. 
Yeah. But before we finish our grave robbing facts, I want to do a little something interesting. So when I was looking up the facts for the, the this film, something I didn't put on there is that this is Nicolas Cage's eighth horror film. Um, if you guys can send us something on Twitter or, you know, I'll put something on Twitter and you guys can like quote, tweet, retweet it or something and name the other seven horror movies that he's made, we'll give you a special shout out on the next episode. Not giveaway because I'm, we, we can't keep buying shit. So, <laughs> so we broke as fuck sometimes, but we'll give you a nice little shout out and then that way, you know, we'll get, get your name out there. Yeah, <laughs> I'll promote your shit if you have a. Business. Oh, oh yeah, we'll promote you something. Yeah, we'll promote something for you. Yeah, but That's yeah, those were cool. those were the great rhyming facts. <laughs> and like I said, I'll, uh, the question forward was: This is a, Nicolas Cage's eighth movie. What are the eighth horror movie? What are the other seven horror movies he's done? Um, now they don't have to be in order or anything. Just list out all the, the seven movies he did that were horror, and then we'll give you a shout out. Yeah, sounds good. But yeah, but those are our grave robbing facts. So let's get back to our uh, regularly scheduled programming. Let's go. And welcome back to our uh, coverage of Willy's Wonderland. So we talked about the stuff we liked, stuff we didn't like, and some of the character stuff that uh, we had in the movie. So now we're going to talk about some of either our favorite kills and some of our favorite scenes. Uh, so if you would like to start us off, Anya, what, what was your favorite kill in the film? My favorite kill was definitely the one I, sa I said with uh, Nicolas Cage uh, ripping out almost like the robotic vertebrae off mm. or like their little like back thing off the little duck looking oh, yeah. thing. Um, that, was, that, was a, that was a good kill. I like that. Yeah, one. That was a good kill. And then the other one that I also enjoyed was when he was had his he was basically killing the ballerina with his thigh, and like, but he didn't he didn't obviously fully kill her. But it was like between his thighs. I'm like, yo, that's super random. You're not even using your hands, my guy. Like you could be using your well, hands. But he, here well, you he was, yeah, he was handcuffed. Yeah. Yeah, he's just like. Eh, like <laughs> And then listen, he uh, was like, these these thighs could kill a person. Yeah, he's over here like thick thighs save lives, but in my case, they end lives. They end. They, thick thighs end lives, according to Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. And also at the end, when uh, the ballerina it just blows explodes, the fucking that was blows great. up the fucking car. I, was like, I love, Damn. I love like, that she has a one liner where she's like, "Thank you for visiting Willy's Wonderland. Have a fantabulous day." And then she just blows them up. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> I like that. That was, was good. Like, I was like, that was that was good. fun. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, but I would say, yeah, I really like that kill as well. The the first one with the uh, the duck getting the vertebrae ripped out and i would say that one and i think it was outside i already said the alligator too the gorilla one was okay the one that he like smashes his face against the uh the urinal and then like rips its head off yeah like, that was that was okay it was just it, there wasn't anything too special about it though it was just yeah, boom for sure uh but yeah i like i really like those two kills as well they were, they were pretty fun and the alligator kill was nice too yeah it's he just goes insane uh, on that alligator. You know what's crazy is that the kills that that happened to the teens didn't stand out to me as much. And yeah, they were pretty tame. Me. They were pretty tame. Like, yeah, damn, like, except except for like the one on the um, 
on the guy from that couple I was having sex where like bit his arm and like ripped his arm off. So that was that was yeah. pretty good. But outside of that, yeah, the the kills on the kids were relatively tame. Yeah, like, so that's why I was like, hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, like I said, very simple, <laughs> very to the point. This yeah, this uh, this movie with its kills. Yeah, everything was like matter of fact. It was like here's it, here it is. No ifs, ands, or buts. It just you accept it for what it has to be. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> Um, but overall favorite scenes that I had to, I actually really liked his like little cleanup montage when he's just cleaning random stuff. Yeah. I feel like, like this is like, like he's, every he's OCD there. person's yeah. like porn. Cause like, he's over there just like, I'm just doing my job. I'm just doing what I came here to do. Yeah. And I don't give a shit. I, I'm just killing these things cause they're attacking me. So I'm like, I'm just going to keep cleaning. Yeah. He's like. Well, I stand my end of the bargain. Yep, I, I love when the, when the owner of the building goes in and he sees the the stuff cleaned up, and he's like, "Son of a bitch, he actually did it," because <laughs> everything looks organized. He's like, "Son of a bitch." Yeah, he's like, "My hat's off." <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, "Okay, dude, don't get don't don't get wet now." Yeah. Don't get don't get preemies. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like he's like that's a that's a tough ombre. Like I was like, dude. Yeah, he's like that's one tough ombre. Mm-hmm. I, I love the fact that they're playing Freebird by Leonard Skinner too. Like when he's sleeping. Yeah. Like that's such a good way to end it because it just reminds me of Devil's Rejects. Um, and there was, like, out of the kids, even though they were really annoying, there was one, like, small little thing that actually made me laugh a little bit. It's when they go over to Willy's Wonderland for the first time, and they knock on the window, and they're like, hey, like, to Nicholas Cage, like, hey, you know, like, we're gonna get rid of this place, like, we're gonna set it on fire, get out, because you're gonna die in there. And then he just looks at them and walks away, and one of the kids is like, that is just so rude. Yeah, Because like, <laughs> he just stares at them, and then he just walks away. He's unfazed the fact that, that he That man could is die. unfazed he's by like, anything. Yeah, he's like, no. Oh. <laughs> but like I said, it's like, uh, with this movie, I wish, like you said, that he would have talked at least once or said, like, one a one-liner that kind of stood out. But mm-hmm. I guess he really wanted that video game protagonist feel for it. That yeah. It was just like... What was interesting, too, funny enough, at one point, what I was thinking was going to happen with the plot is that, because um, if you notice, when he fights that first animatronic, like, he doesn't get surprised by it. He just immediately, like, figures it out and starts killing it. Yeah. My thought was that, like, halfway through, we were going to find out that he actually went there on purpose because, like, they had killed a family member of his or something and he was going to get revenge. I'm like, that would have been fun. Yeah. Like, that would have been interesting. And no, he's just a random bystander. He's just, he's just a random dude that just happens Unfazed. to be that just happens to be like a Terminator style killing machine. And doesn't even question. He's like, where? Like he he sees like this animatronic he's, behind he's, him, just, just talking shit. or like acting creepy. He's like, does not give a shit. It. He just kills it. Just like whatever. I don't have time for this. I got I got to clean this place up before morning. Yeah, did not care. <laughs> Those are, yeah. Uh, but did you have any favorite scenes that you know, like that weren't just like kill scenes or anything? No, not really. Other than the end 
killing scene. That was pretty nice. <laughs> um, like I said, it's just I really liked the backtracking into the backstory of the serial killers. I just wish they would have elaborated it more. Mm -hmm. Because, it, like I said, it just felt it was slapped on there like, hey, by the way, these were serial killers kind of thing. I was like, okay, great. Like, you know, I wish they would have based it on some weird fun fact of like a matter of fact this actually happened in another country like blah blah, blah. Mm. but they just made it all fiction and shit but it's like nah it's just like okay but i like the the going back in the past and you know also being able to like oh like these kids like hopping on these animatronics and you know the safety hazards and that's why we had to shut this place down i was like uh like it, it kind okay. of reminded me of like shitty's kids from slaughter cinema yeah, dude. Now, I will say, though, based on this movie itself, like, the environments and everything like that, yeah. it would translate pretty good into a Horror Nights house. Yeah. I could definitely I see that as a Horror Nights house. Because you could walk into Willy's Wonderland and you'd see the animatronics, you know, just kind of singing at first. Then they play, you know, they play the birthday song. And then you get to go into, like, all the different rooms, like the the bathroom, the... um. The, that area where, where the girl goes into and, like, it's kind of like a foresty area. Yeah. Where she first sees the ballerina. Like, that would have been cool. Uh, the happy fun zone. I just want to know where, where... I feel like that that scene where you see, like, the little foresty area. I was like, where did that room... We never see that room again. No, it was just kind of weird. Was crazy. It was just there. It was like, um... <laughs> Wait, why did she just happen to stumble upon this room and nobody else did? You know, nowhere. like, like did he? Did Nicholas Cage even go in there to clean? Like, I think he, yeah, I think he I went in there at one point. I think he went in there at one point because he, he not to clean, but he runs into the he runs into live in there at some point. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That, that shit was just weird, but I did enjoy the aesthetic of it. I was yeah, like, okay, so I, yeah, I it's I, I think it would translate pretty good into into a house. Because, like, yeah. even with, like, the happy fun room, because that was all strobe lights and blood everywhere. I'm like, that that would look really cool. Yeah, it just reminded me, like I said, of Slaughter Cinema. Yeah, Shitty plus it would shit. be, you know, plus the uh, the actual characters would be creepy with, like, the animatronics and stuff. Yeah. Because they're <laughs> different where they're not just people, you know, it's different enough where it's just people in suits. And even all. though, like, the animatronics didn't move a lot like people, though. Like, I was like, damn, mm -hmm. like... Except for like the effects of the the really fast paced effects, like you can tell it was there were people, people in suits. Yeah. Those shoots. yeah, I was like, oh, this is very cheesy. <laughs> Real quick though, can we talk about the Latino uh, animatronic, the one that oh, like, beats the shit yeah. out of him? He's like, no mas, por favor, no mas. No, I mean, <laughs> just in Spanish, he's like, I can't take this no more. Yeah, and then he does anyway because he gets run over. <laughs> at the end of the movie <laughs> yeah he you can tell that he just he did the he, like he didn't choose the animatronic life it chose him <laughs> he's like damn which is funny because i actually thought that there that you know since he he was left alive i was like oh is that kind of hinting that we might get like a second one or something but no they just killed him nah. <laughs> i'm pretty sure people wanted a second one though for I'm sure. sure yeah because it's, yeah. it's it has a good cult following right now Oh really? Mm -hmm. I've never. I didn't hear about it until you told me about it. Oh cool. no, I had I had seen it over on Hulu a couple of times. So I was like, I gotta watch this at some point, just because of because of Nicolas Cage and 
when we were discussing like the themes for the for this month, I was like, oh, that's a perfect. Now I have the perfect excuse to watch it now. Yeah, it was interesting at best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the, the, yeah. Because like final thoughts wise, it's fun. It's entertaining. The story's a little too simple. Where to the point where like it's just very shallow, and it's just an excuse to have something happen with the fight scenes. Yeah, for sure. But um. And obviously, like, some of the characters were just god-awful, like, the teens. I hated the teens. So, yeah, I think this movie might actually get my lowest rating so far. I would give this one a 6 out of 10. Six, I'm sorry, I 6 mean, out of 10 headstones. So we're using headstones. That's her point. Yeah. <laughs> that's how we use our point system here. For me, it's a... It's a 5 for me, dog. I can respect why. Like for aesthetically, cinematically, and music-wise, it's great. It's visually like interesting, and all this other stuff. Story-wise, actors, everything else, that shit dropped the whole. All those animatronics knocked all those headstones down. It didn't put them up at all. They didn't. <laughs> they didn't raise my headstones. They made my headstones go down, bro. Like. <laughs> Like, you ain't raising this cadaver. You ain't raising this cadaver, that's for sure. (laughs) Nah, but yeah, for me, it's like five. Five? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, like I said, it's one of those things where it's it's a lot of fun if you, like, get a bunch of friends and just, like, watch it for shits and giggles. But, like, that's about it, really. Yeah. Get high, watch (laughs) it for shits and giggles, and because Nicolas Cage and, you know, just for a good, like here and there but that's about it yeah but yeah that's really all we had on on willie's wonderland like i said it's it's not there's really not a whole lot to break down because there's not a lot to do in the film yeah Um, just watch it for yourself especially if you're bored um just like you know just go in like i said going with the mentality like this not to be serious just enjoy the enjoy the movie enjoy for what it is and then yeah just be whatever you have on it it to be entertained Yes. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think and Nicholas Cage and Nicholas Cage. <laughs> uh, but I think this is where we're gonna call this one an episode. So we want to thank you guys so much for listening and uh, putting up with our extended hiatus. So uh, thank you for sticking around. <laughs> but um, in terms of our stuff, um, you know, all the people that are in the podcast, which is just two people. But anyway, Vanya, where can we find you? So you can find me on Twitter and on YouTube under HHN Cultus. I cover everything from makeup, uh, haunts, Halloween Horror Nights related stuff, that kind of thing. I just put up a video not too long ago discussing uh, hints around the park, um, you know, which is getting like mixed reviews, but I don't care. I do it for the love of yeah, Horror Nights do it and for just you, and giggles. You're doing it for you. Yeah, I'm doing it for me. And Plus, if, you know, you, people, people want to watch, great. People got it's to not, laugh. People got to whatever. laugh at me. <laughs> Yeah, so... You had me struggling you know. with a gimbal. Which I'm still struggling with, by the way. I don't know what's going on with that gimbal. It, it, I was like, let me let me play around with it a little bit today. See if I can figure out what's going on with it. I have no idea what's going on with that gimbal. It, like, I think it's possessed. Yeah. Because it's acting <laughs> up. 
Well, but, we need a, uh, need a new gimbal if you guys love us. <laughs> no, no, I can, I can buy which is non anyway. I'm not gonna, I'm <laughs> not gonna ask for somebody to buy me a gimbal. That's no, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, it's a joke. I'm Relax. I'm a man of principle. <laughs> I'm a man of integrity. What integrity? Shut up. Um, My own integrity. Anyways. <laughs> But anyway. yeah, that's what I basically do on my YouTube. You know, I'm trying to see if I can come back to content creating because I did miss doing that. And hopefully it's something that I can reignite within myself. So I did just recently release a video, but also we did as well. But there are other people in this podcast other than myself. So where can we find you, Yusuf? Uh, yes. So I'm on Instagram and Twitter. My Instagram is uh, Yusuf1220 and then my Twitter is at itbeyusuf. So you can check me out over there. And then for our, our lovely little podcast, uh, for our social media, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Sounds from the Grave. And then um, for our podcast itself, you can find us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can get a podcast, you'll be able to listen to us. And then we also have our YouTube, which is another place where you can find our podcast and then some other stuff that's on there like uh the last video that we just posted where we did a walkthrough of the uh, Universal Monster Store over at uh, Universal Studios Orlando. Just great. I, that store was really pretty. It was great to look at. Um, and then you can also see the struggle with the gimbal in there as well. So, <laughs> Yeah. And um, I actually um, I haven't had a chance to sit down and plan out what I'm doing, but I do have a couple of ideas for some new videos. Um, some of them involving horror timelines where i'll take a, a franchise and like break down the timeline so people can like kind of keep up with it um especially with something like for example the saw franchise that's like a super ridiculously convoluted plot line <laughs> so i'm like yeah. it'll be fun for to, to break it down <laughs> yeah or or and, and not only that even like the halloween timelines like the the fucking multiverse apparently of halloween now yeah, that's that's see that. that is halloween multiverse of madness right there <laughs> but yeah we're hoping to at least release a lot more content uh yeah. you know within the podcast and everything also for sure uh but yeah that's really all we have so again thank you guys so much for listening and for all the support and everything we really appreciate you and uh we will catch you very very soon on the next uh either episode video or video or um uh, horror news of the week because those are coming back yeah, and, right. you know, another uh, lovely uh, holiday that's coming is Valentine's Day, but we get to cover something of another type of love. So, uh, you know, <laughs> for Hulu thing, so stick around for that. Yep. If you if you look at our newsletter, you'll know what movie that is. So. Yep. All right, guys. Well, we're going to thank you again, and uh, stay spooky. Stay spooky. Stay spooky.